Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. I found the sword. I'm Connor. I've got my cat ear headphones on. I'm Shauna, and I'm vexed, perplexed, and lacking any context. And I'm Tepper, and I'm working tomorrow, and I'm kind of bummed about that. This week we will be watching The Black Cauldron, directed by Ted Berman and Richard Rich, released in 1985. Known by many as the movie Disney Tried to Bury, fans of fan- the fantasy genre and this movie have tried many times to get the deleted footage restored. Uh, the film received no video release until 1998 due to its dark content. Connor and I both brought this movie this week. Why? Uh, I brought this movie because I'm a nerd and I'm into nerd things. This is kind of a nerd movie. It's a good time. I remember not a ton of it, but I do remember watching it. Yeah. Uh, like every time I look at pictures, I'm like, I remember that. That looks familiar. Uh, but like, could I tell you what's going on? Mm, no, I haven't watched this since I was a child. It's not one of the movies I've been on the rewatch spree of in recent years. Yeah, same. Uh... I definitely watched it a few times, but, like, yeah, probably not since I was 10 or something. Um, and, yeah, I could vaguely remember a few scenes, but that's about it. But, yeah, I remember it being quite very enjoyable. Lots of nerd stuff. Nerd shit. Uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? I have never seen this or heard of this. And that's my connection. That's not surprising. It was um, not well-known, I'm yep. going to say. So di- it didn't even get like a VHS release or anything? Not until 98. Hmm. So 13 years. Yeah, I was just curious because my, my parents have a pretty big VHS collection of like di- old Disney stuff. So I was just, maybe the next time I visit them, I'll take a look and see if they've got this one sitting around. Um, I have heard of this movie. Um, I think like a couple of years ago, I, uh, I looked at the Wikipedia article for it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I really remember anything from it except maybe the ending, but we'll, we'll see if that gets confirmed. All right. Uh, we're now showing temporary the poster for this movie for the first time. Please describe the poster and tell us what you think it's about. Uh, so at the top, hidden by darkness, guarded by witches, discovered by a boy, stolen by a king. Whoever owns it will rule the world or destroy it. Um, damn, this poster's fucking metal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like a crazy fucking evil monster looking king at the back with like horns coming out of his head and like a fur coat with a hood um sitting on a chair with uh are those like snake heads um snakes uh, that, don't have yeah. noses like that these snakes do yeah oh right Gar- gargoyle yeah uh, maybe i'm maybe i'm maybe i'm just you know monsters yeah monsters um and then there's like crazy looking forest um, they've got a mouth and they really want to scream. Uh, and then in the center is, um, what I'm assuming is the main cast of the, uh, movie. Like a guy in, like, a green tunic, uh, blonde-haired, uh, girl in a blue dress. Some other got older-looking guy in, like, orange clothes. A pig. And I don't know what the one grabbing his leg is. That's Gollum. Is it like, but like, what is it? It's it's Smeagol. Uh, <laughs> I don't. It's a thing. I don't know if it's ever really said. I can't remember. Okay. Well, anyway, it's like a weird, weird-looking animal uh, thing. And then uh, what? What really like? And then at the bottom right of most of the poster is the black cauldron bringing out like um green kind of like smoke that encircles most of the uh 
like uh, the above description. And then uh, Walt Disney Pictures presents The Black Cauldron, coming this summer. Yeah, There's a lot more going on in this than the VHS cover that I'm used to, which is just... I'm pretty sure it's just the boy, the girl, and the the animal kid, like looking mm. looking out at nothing. Oh, and I forgot to mention in the well, I didn't really notice the finer details, but in like the back background of the forest are like skeleton knights mm-hmm. looking yep. menacingly this down. This poster fucks. Yeah, this this poster fucking fucks. Like Jesus. Uh, it's real good. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so you said you probably read the wiki article some time ago, but what do you think the movie's about? Uh, the guy in the back wants the Black Cauldron, and, uh, it has the power to rule the world or destroy it, or at least that's what the poster tells me. Uh, and then the kids just kind of stumble into an adventure of like trying to stop him uh like i said i i only really i think and because this was like years ago that i watched this i think i only really remember the ending um and i'm not sure if you guys want me to say what i think the ending is shauna how do you feel you're the person who doesn't know um oh she hasn't watched before then like let's um yeah like we'll let you go uh, blind okay yeah yeah yeah. it's a good time surprise what we remember but what if i told you that it the top text refers to is actually the pig not the culture (laughs) that's a hella important pig for soup or whatever you get him cooking a cauldron yeah probably Pig, pig soup yeah. Power, power to rule the world. If you could sous vide it. <laughs> this, this black cauldron is actually the first uh, sous vide uh, appliance. That's why people want it. Yeah, and he's the the villain looking person in the top is just the the, the top chef. Mm-hmm. This is actually Iron Chef, but animated. I I like I like this version of this movie. <laughs> I like this. Um, yeah. So, that's uh, that's kind of the basic plot. But I mean, like, that's really not that hard to call. That is like a hella generic, like, there's a bad guy and the kids try and stop him. And and there's a a magical artifact that will determine (laughs) the fate of the world. Like, hmm. And we told you the name of it already. Yeah. We opened with that line. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... Like, but I mean, like, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like, I've said this several times before on the podcast. We're like, there's nothing wrong with generic plots as long as they're done in an interesting way or done very well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see you after the film. (laughs) But still, it is a magic sword. Ha! What does a girl know about swords anyway? And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Hell yeah. It was pretty good. I really like that. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah, so... I mean, I've been feeling, like, pretty tired this weekend, and, like, tired this entire week, really, so... My opinion is going to be slightly tainted by that, because I'm not in, like, the best viewing mode. Uh, but, like, it was it was good. I liked it. Um... Really like, uh, the kid was a little bit of a shit. I wasn't a huge fan of him. But basically everything involving the Horned King, I was, uh, I was pretty down with. It's such, like, a classic movie. Like, everything about it is kinda, like, old feeling almost, just because of how old the movie is. Yeah. The animation style is obviously dated. The voice acting is obviously dated. The writing style is obviously dated. But I still really like it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the animation holds up really well. There are a lot of, like, flickers, which are things that happen between, like, cells that I oh, notice okay. a lot. But I draw, so. Yeah, it was interesting, like, the introduction of the Horn King. You could, like, see, like, 
almost like white outlines around his feet when he started walking initially. But... And like Fluter Flam, when he was first introduced, like his face was super fucking sketchy. They cleaned it up like later, but... Well, and they reused that super sketchy face when he was making the deal with the witches. Yeah. <laughs> he went real he went real bad again. Um yeah. It it does have like like the Horned King's death was really fucking cool. Yeah. Like just seeing the skin go off his bones and like the fire spread through his skeleton and then That was a horrific way to die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's what I mean by like in in like those way like the animation holds up pretty well like the like the style of it because like so obviously like like Disney's able to pour enough money into their projects that like uh, how do I say it? like a lot of CG like in this is more like an a thing that happens in anime actually is like a lot of CG unless you have budget behind it looks really really bad. Um... So, going back to, like, older movies like this, it's like, yeah, no, like, this holds up, I feel like. Like, it looks good. Uh, The Horned King's Death, like I said, was definitely, like, a standout animation thing for me, but, like, the rest of it, I don't know. I there I didn't have any glaring um, problems with it, or yeah. areas where it looked, like, awful. Um, On that, this is actually the first full-length Disney animated movie to incorporate uh, computer uh, graphics imaging, or CGI, in its animation. Nice. Yeah, I thought I noticed like one or two parts where I was like, that looks a bit like CGI. Yeah, like the any of the flames are and yeah. the boat that they escape in at the end, they like modeled it so that it because it was like shifting in the water mm. rather rather naturally. Uh, yeah, and then obviously like drew over that. That's that's um, pretty good. Yeah, it's actually like the Great Mouse Detective also has that, but it came out the year later. They had actually finished their scenes first, and then uh, the people doing Black Cauldron saw those. It's like, oh, that's cool. We're going to do that, and then oh. release the movie first. <laughs> I didn't know uh, Grim Mouse Detective had CGI. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be able to say where. Yeah, that, that's my thing. It's like, I can't remember. It's also been a long time since I've watched that movie. Yeah, I'm just like, I can barely remember The Great Mouse Detective, so I'm not going to yeah. try and think of where it would be. Yeah, this movie has a lot of interesting trivia. Like, I only read the first, like, ten, and I'm probably going to mention, like, three others. This is um, a good fucking movie. Yeah, like, um, wasn't, wasn't like, the hugest fan of, like, actually, a, a pig that lets you see things. That's pretty good, actually. I you, laughed. You, you guys thought I was joking about the magic pig, but also I actually 100% forgot the pig was magic. I didn't forget. That's why I was just like, that pig's super important. <laughs> that blindsided me. Just like, I thought yeah. this was going to be like an animal companion, and then the old man says, quick, the, the pig's power. Like, what? Why? I didn't remember what the pig did, but I did remember the pig had magic. I was just like, the pig is important to the story. I remember that. Before seeing the poster, I forgot there was a pig. I also forgot about uh, Schmeagel. Uh, yeah. Before seeing the poster, so. Yeah, like, the thing with, like, the pig is, like, on one, on one hand, I'm like, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> on the other <laughs> hand, I'm like, that's stupidly awesome. Like, yeah, let's have a pig that gives fucking visions of uh, locations. Or, you like, gotta shake design. it up. There's a lot of, like classic fantasy movies going on right now we have to stand out how are we gonna do that magic pig i i never would have gotten this when i was young but i love the the horned king's use of oracular pig yes i was gonna say that that's so good i was actually really on board with the pig's powers after we see that all the characters have a magic item mm. that's a little bit funky but like cool and the pig fit right in like a loot that tells when you're lying but only the guy wielding it and like a, a light orb that's got so much personality and yeah. then yeah a pig that tells the future like it fits right in i was like that's i wanted to mention like that's something that this movie does that like nothing else ever really does like everyone has a magic item like that's just really cool yeah like almost no fantasy movies have magic items or, like, maybe one, and it's the thing they need to get. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, yeah, like, all of them get it, and it's... This uh... is a balanced D&D &D campaign. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the thing that really hooked me with this movie. It's just like, this is a fun like adve- RPG adventure. Like, I would play in this. This looks like a fun way to start a game. Yeah, Also, and like I was saying at one point, like it saves a lot of time if you just go to the evil castle first and hope yeah. to form a party there rather than like starting at a tavern. <laughs> just saves a lot of time. There's probably other people here, right? I mean, if the king is kidnapping people, I'd hope so. Yeah, that being said, the Horde King should really think about killing people, not The Horde King should think about, like, actually tying up its captives. Like, he was just sitting in that room. Yeah, but that room was entirely made of stone. It was solid. Until the fucking bitch popped out of the floor. (laughs) The princess who might actually just be a scullery maid, or maybe that's what he turned her into, unclear. Um, yeah, I, I felt I felt like the movie was a little slow until they reached the castle. That's when it really started to get good. Because, like, the kid was, like, like he, the kid um, plays a necessary role, but, like, those types of, like, that kind of, not really my favorite. Because it's like, oh, I fucked up and delivered the, the thing that the evil person needs at, at the beginning of the story always kind of sucks. But he didn't take his sword back because friendship yeah well i mean like and that's where like his story arc like at the end of the movie he was much better it was just kind of like the yeah when he's super depressed yeah. that's when he's good well also just like you need to trade something for the black cauldron not my fucking sword and everyone's <laughs> like uh how about my most prized possession they're like fuck off yeah and he's like i guess i could give up my sword <laughs> Ain't even your fucking sword, dude. You stole it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like when he's like, man, gets the magic sword and thinks he's hot fucking shit all of a sudden. Like, what do girls know about swords anyway? <laughs> <laughs> the sword did all the work. It was in an, it was a sentient sword. Yep. He didn't even have to hold it. It just did its own shit. It floated. Yeah. You should have definitely asked the sword's opinion on if it wanted to be held by him or the witches. Maybe maybe the sword should have given up the boy for for the cauldron. Consent <laughs> matters. Also, that sword seemed to be able to cut anything, so I feel like if he had the sword, he probably could have broken the the cauldron. You don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that. Big 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 it's, assumption. It's an unbreakable cauldron and a sword that breaks anything, and they were never in the same room together. <laughs> so I mean, I does it really that. break anything? Like it breaks everything it had tr- ever tried to break. So yes. But I mean, a lot of other stuff breaks that thing, those things too. Yeah, but you see, they have a bard in the party, and it's broken everything. Therefore, this is a sword that can break anything, until proven otherwise. And even then, <laughs> you're still just going to hear the story about the sword that breaks anything. <laughs> Including relationships. What do girls know about swords anyways? Nothing, that's what. But yeah, because um, apparently this is... This movie is based on a trilogy of books, although this actually is only the first two books. Yeah, it kind of shows, because I've read the books since I've watched the movie, that this is kind of rushed. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Where does, the, like, where does the first book end, I'm curious? Oh, fuck if I know. Okay. <laughs> I read them, like, in one sitting. Not Fair. one sitting, but, like, you know, I yeah, yeah, yeah. no to life back. to summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious, like, because it flows well enough that I wouldn't be sure what the... But me reading the book is the only reason I know how to spell flute or flam. (laughs) That is a wild fucking name. (laughs) The first book entails his adventures before leaving his house. (laughs) The second book is everything else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah i don't remember that at all no i was also a child yeah no I'm, i i'm not reading anything official i'm assuming <laughs> it's his fight with the goat for 200 pages <laughs> it was tempted. well detailed oh my god i'm a hero immediately gets killed by a goat Oof. But yeah uh for any listeners it's the chronicles of of predaying is the book series yeah. Um, 
Oh, and here was a piece of... This was might have been my piece of trivia, but I knew it might have just made Tepper too happy in advance. Uh, this is the first Disney animated movie to not contain any songs, neither performed by characters nor in the background. I noticed that there was no songs, and I was quite happy with that. Yeah, I didn't want to lead you in with that, so I was saving it until after. Yeah, and though the bard with an instrument, you yeah. think he'd sing. Nah. Also, like, the sword, it kind of seemed like it was a singing sword at first, and you're like, nah, it just wants to break shit. Because, <laughs> like, it hums a bit, but that's just because it's magic. Just wants to fucking draw the blood of innocence. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't really have, like, tons to say about this movie. Like, it, like for me, it was good. Nothing, like, incredible. Um, there were a whole bunch of scenes there. Well, like, there was, like, a couple scenes where I just kind of mentally checked out. But there was also, like, a bunch of really, really good scenes. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, it did a... I imagine it did a lot for its time. Like, because it, it was the first to do a few things. Um, and yeah, oh, I was, I briefly mentioned this to people beforehand, but I'll mention it on the podcast. Um, there are several scenes that were cut from this movie to avoid potentially getting an R rating, uh, because at the time there was G, PG, and R, uh, PG 13 came into existence the year before this movie came out. So it might've gotten a PG 13 rating, but they didn't know that was going to exist. Mm. Uh, some of those scenes include apparently like uh bodies fermenting into uh into undead soldiers that's Dull. awesome that's so fucking metal yep. this movie in general is fucking metal as hell like when he's like when the the horned king is just monologuing at the uh his uh, room full of dead bodies like oh that's that's good. i immediately was just like in chat honestly aesthetic <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was, if I had, if I was confident in the spelling of aesthetic, I was also going to type that. <laughs> now you have a reference. Yeah. It's, it's real good, fuck. Like, yeah, a lot, lot of the stuff, and like, basically for me, anything to do with the Horned King, I was like, I, I really liked. Um, the, uh, like the other stuff, like, was like, fine enough, but uh, definitely didn't grab me nearly as much. I like how unaware his soldiers were of what his plan was. Yes, they're all so surprised, like, undead soldiers? What the fuck? <laughs> he keeps his plans close to the chest. Yep. Except from his very talkative imp, who definitely knew all the plans the whole time. Yeah. But didn't tell anyone, evidently, so <laughs> I guess he is, he's trustworthy enough. I mean, did you see how all the soldiers treated him? Fair. <laughs> you wouldn't talk to them. Fair. He knew, he knew they were all gonna die. <laughs> that sacrifice, though. Yeah. Just, you have friends, I don't have any friends, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, big mood. Uh, <laughs> oh man, speaking of, uh, the fucking, the old fairy. So much, so much mood from him. I oh, totally yeah. forgot he existed. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I can't remember. He had some really good lines. He's just so pleasantly grumpy. Oh, now it's my job to remember things for you? Yeah, this is why you never interact with people. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he was great. Good shit. I'm, I'm sad we didn't get more of the princess's orb. But it was obviously a hassle to animate. Mm. It, I thought it was actually just gone uh, after they escaped the castle, but we get it like one more time. Yeah, I guess because it sheds light, so they have to animate shifting shadows and all that, which is fair. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're doing a a live action thing with an animal. You're just like there's there's definitely an animal in the scene. You're not going to see it, but just it's there. It's a lot of work. <laughs> And the, the lute was it a lute? Whatever instrument the bard harp, had. apparently harp. It had so much personality, mm -hmm. just playing off the bard because it would break a string whenever he lied. He's like, "Oh, you stop judging me whenever it breaks a string." <laughs> yeah, I want to know how he came about getting that. Just like magic harp, you say? I'll take it. It's like, wait. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Didn't say what's magic about it. 
Like, this is a magical harp. It can't play music and and tells everyone when you lie. It's like, perfect. <laughs> oh, man, that reminds me. That, that was such good comedic timing. Well, not timing, but when he, we first get introduced to him and he's tied up in the dungeon and then suddenly he looks across and there's another barn skeleton <laughs> <laughs> on the opposite wall. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, that was amazing. We didn't see that skeleton get animated, though. Well, it was tied down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A fun time. Um, I guess I'll... Sh- since I'm already sharing them, I'll share my last piece of trivia. I, I really like how this one's worded, so I'm gonna read it fully. Uh, there's an urban legend that, despite the movie's failure in the U.S., it was popular in Japan, so much so that the creator of the Legend of Zelda series, Shigeru Miyamoto, based a lot of the game's elements on this movie. I just love that someone typed as trivia. They're like, there's an urban legend. <laughs> an urban legend. Yeah, you could interpret some Legend of Zelda parallels from this. Like, the shining orb is like one of the fairies. And, like, mm-hmm. and, and like you can he's, he's wearing a green tunic. Like, yeah, you definitely could draw parallels, whether any of that's true or not. Probably not. We'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> most urban legends are garbage. They definitely, like, what you could probably say is that whoever animated the Legend of Zelda TV series drew from this. Like, Oh, the, hell yeah. Like, the like these two Link's main characters. attitude, on point. And also just, like, the, style, the look of both of the main characters yeah. look quite a bit like how they do in that sh- show. Excuse me, princess. What do girls <laughs> know about swords? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Oh, I noticed something pretty neat. Um, just right at the beginning of the movie, it was just a black cauldron. That was just a neat little... You mean the f- food one? Yeah, the one they were cooking in. Because like, for half the movie, it's like, I bet that's the black cauldron. And under their nose <laughs> the whole time. And then I was... That's why the pig's magic. It's the only thing that eats out of it. It was in the room with the fucking thousand black cauldrons, apparently. Yeah. Well, under the room. Yeah. But I mean, that would be where I would hide it. Yeah. Under a room of a thousand black cauldrons. <laughs> be like, find it if you can, fucker. Oh, also, that horny witch. And Tepper, you made a comment that whoever oh, yeah. animated that must have been real horny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that scenes like that appear in a lot of old movies. Like, yeah. Last Unicorn had a shit like that with a tree. The tree, yeah. Horny on main. Yeah, it's just, they turn the bard into a frog, and then he's just stuck in her cleavage for a solid minute, struggling. Mm -hmm. A booby trap, as you put it. Yes, I called it a booby trap and laughed. (laughs) That's how I want to (laughs) die. Be pretty good, yeah. That's not how I would like to die. I mean, I assume you'd be more into dying as as the horned king did. I mean... (laughs) Go extra if you're gonna die. Yep. <laughs> Gotta go all the way. I, I love... Oh, man, his comment just like, we are I'm moments from, from uh, uh, destroying the world or whatever, and I'm just like, eh, probably a few weeks. Like, they move pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's 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 definitely an inevitable victory, but... Like, congratulations on your undead army. They don't move that fast. And, like, the instructions he gave them was like, go forth. And destroy everything. Like, how literally are they going to take that? Like, they might just start yeah. chopping the grass yeah. in front of the castle. Yeah. They just just start Minecrafting. Yeah, they are much. mindless. Like, that could very easily happen. Just start digging out the world chunk by chunk. Like, I feel like he would fix his mistake when he noticed that. Like, he's not... Unless he just sits on his throne and just, like... I will wait for them to return. Ha ha ha, victory. <laughs> Uh, the Horn King had the best animal companions, though. His two drakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the dog. I was surprised there oh, was yeah, a the jump dog. scare in this movie. Disney films don't usually have jump scares, but this, like, I I uh, jumped a little bit when he jumped out of the shadows. Yeah, just the surprise dog. Yeah. There's a couple dogs in that castle. At least two. It's interesting, like, because, like, the beginning of the movie, they just go, like, there's an ancient evil trapped within the cauldron, but they never touch on it ever again, which I thought was, like, good. 
but interesting. It's the ancient evil of fucking shit up, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you threw a body in here? Okay. Maybe I'll take a couple more. A thing I don't understand is, like, why Disney doesn't like this movie. Like, they put out movies that are way where Like, because, like, most of the, like, the... Like, Pocahontas 2 and shit like that. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, like, this movie is almost certainly better than that one. So I, I don't understand why Disney, like, shits on this movie so bad. Or at least, like, is unwilling to do stuff for it. I don't know, maybe it just didn't make enough money and they... I think it was too dark. Like... Yeah, it was... They don't like a lot of their darker shit. Mm. Mm. Cowards. Yeah, they didn't... They, they cut They cut several minutes of people melting and stuff. <laughs> they managed to leave one in, though, so good on them. You know, I thought there'd be more, like, wordplay loopholes with the witches. Like, they're saying, we do deals... And uh, the little gremlin dog offers, like, I'll give you this apple. It's like, haha, we won't trade. But then one of them, like, actually, and then grabs it and eats it. And I thought, well, technically, they just accepted that trade. Haha. But no, they don't do anything with it. And then again, with the cauldron, where they say, if you go in, you won't come back out alive. And, like, you get, we're going to throw an undead in there. It said it had to be a live body mm-hmm. or a live. But person. I thought, like, there'd be, a, like, a loophole or something. I wasn't disappointed. I was just like, oh, well, not yeah. what I expected. They're witches, not genies. No loopholes. Yeah, I found the witches kind of boring. I don't know. That that section of the movie, I was just kind of met on. Yeah, they were just your typical witches of stereotype. Yeah. But I like, like that the, so, like, Fluter Flam gets turned into a frog and all that stuff's happening. Meanwhile, the two children are just not in the scene. They're like, we'll just, like... <laughs> Just We're not just letting this about happen. This. Yeah, well, like, they're just, like, they're, like, off stage with the third witch who's not interacting with this. <laughs> and they're just, like, so, like, we'll just, we'll, we'll let this side thing happen and then actually, and then we'll come on stage for plot. They're not, like, oh, no, he's turned into a frog or, oh, no, that's how I want to die or anything. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> they're just not present during, during the horny scene. Strangely. How very strange. Who could have guessed this? Who doesn't like like their scenes to have children watching horny scenes? Cowards. Maybe that was the other half of the ten minutes that was cut. Just more witch. Maximum horny. Then they just start playing basketball in front of 40 kids. <laughs> As you do. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Also, like they, so they turn him into a frog, and she's like, "I'm gonna eat him." It's like you had a chest full of frogs that used to be people. Why don't you eat those? They're gone. Yeah, well, they're gone now. She doesn't have them anymore. She can't eat those ones. Presumably, she's been eating. Like there were more frogs in there. These were the story. How was she getting them out? As soon as that chest was opened, they all fucking got out of there. Magic. Magic. <laughs> Magic. Like, okay. There's, there's just, there's just a. Um, like a coin-operated, like, gotchapon slot on the ch- on the chest. <laughs> it just pops out a capsule with a frog in it. I mean, did any of you find that pig to be so dainty? Like, style-wise? Yeah. I, I found her to be, like, kind of fucking sassy, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely... She had did. swagger. Yeah, but, like, her, yeah, her physicality is very dainty. Like, she has very tiny hooves. Yeah, like, when I first saw this pig, like, my first thought, like, this is the daintiest animated pig I have ever seen. Like, she has sexy curves. <laughs> like, not pig curves. This just curves. in, Shauna wants to fuck that pig. Yeah, I was I... say. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't have a protagonist in this movie that wanted to fuck an animal in this movie. <laughs> well, we have if to I make If I wanted do. to fuck anything, it would be those dragons. <laughs> Fuck so a shut- pig. Anyone can fuck a pig. <laughs> <laughs> this just in, Shauna's a scaly. <laughs> we already kinda knew that. <laughs> the term is monster fucker. I don't want to be a dragon, although I would also like to be a dragon. That is a separate thing. <laughs> <laughs> And now we talk about Shauna's 
sexual preferences for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. So a lot of that, uh, the old man at the beginning of the movie, his facial animations and stuff are definitely like straight out of uh, the Aristocats. Oh, yeah. But that was a real common thing back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I recognized him as the old man in the Aristocats. <laughs> well, I think like some of Fluter Flam's expressions are also from the Aristocats. Yeah, probably. Or the other way around. I don't actually know when those two movies came out relative uh, to each other. Aristocats is in the 60s, so. Holy shit, I didn't realize it was that old. That movie's great. Yeah, it's why it's why it's so racist. <laughs> yeah, that reads Everybody wants to be oh, a 70? cat. Really? I thought it was in. I thought it was late sixties. Apparently, Aristoc- nineteen seventy. But yeah, when I when I was a kid, Aristocats was one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, same. Hella racist nice. though. Like, like I would uh, uh, just rewind to the section where they do that song in the building and they're going through the floor and oh man, that shit was so good. Good scene. Fortune cookie, it's always wrong. Yep, very racist. <laughs> <laughs> everything else in that movie is kind of acceptable i mean the su- it's, ra- <laughs> it's racist i wouldn't call it like really racist he plays the piano with chopsticks yeah that character incredibly racist <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like the rest of the movie rather understandably 70s racist i think you're underestimating how racist the 70s were I'm not saying they weren't. I'm saying oh. that scene is problematic by today's standards. Mm. Uh, yeah. So all of the cats got together and had a big musical number in the Black Cauldron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there was only one cat, so it wasn't much of a musical number. It was a good cat. Yeah. It served its purpose of not wanting to eat the magic gruel. Real tubby. <laughs> yeah. Despite not eating magic gruel. Which I guess implies the gruel's not made often because they were just feeding it to the cat as if that was normal. Oh man. New favorite player class, assistant pig keeper. <laughs> <laughs> really hoping to break into management in a couple levels. Oh yeah, that was another thing. We are just talking about the character classes of these characters. Um... Because, like, we have obviously a bard, and we put the boy as a fighter, although he's a pig boy, but he's leveling into fighter. Well, uh, he was going to level into fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Unclear now. Uh, and then the girl was a rogue. Mm-hmm. I like how we only remember Fluter Flam's name. That's real good, guys. <laughs> His name was, like, Kevin or something. It's fine. Kevin or something. Yep. I think it started with a T. It did. It's Terran. Ter- Taran. Terran. Taran. Elowen. I don't know how to say it. E I L O N Y W Y. Elonway? I think. Mm. I forget. I don't know anybody's name in this movie. Elonwe. <laughs> yeah. And her enchanted bauble. Yeah. Most competent character up to that point in the movie, and possibly up until the end. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the sword. The sword was pretty competent. Fair. <laughs> that was a level 20 sword. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the credits, and the uh, the person voiced Gurgi slash Dolly, but Dolly seems to just also be Gurgi, but not for any actual reference of why. I have no fucking clue, man. Yeah. <laughs> Might just be like some small character the voice actor. Well, like when I click Dolly, it goes to just references of Gurgi. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. Clearly there's cutscenes of where it's at literally actually uh Schmeagle. <laughs> just with multiple personalities. Dolly is that old fairy. Oh. Alright. It's weird that I mean IMDB's things aren't very good because they're i'm just on the disney fan wiki which is 100 percent accurate because that's how fan wikis work yeah 
fan wikis are uh, are problematic just because like they'll either be a hundred percent accurate or like ten percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little in between. Yeah, <laughs> it's consistent at least. <laughs> consistent flip of a coin, yeah. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, they're right every time. Okay, well, Dolly was excellent, and Gergi was fine overall. Gergi was great. I loved Gergi. Yeah, I like Gergi too. <laughs> Munches and crunches. He's got to gotta feel up this boy's tits. He's got to <laughs> have apples in here somewhere. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> oh yeah, and right at the end, he was just like, "No kiss," but literally, yeah. <laughs> he took both their faces and smushed them together for a kiss. Yeah. No kiss. I wonder if he, like, if Fluterflam had had hugged as well, who he would have forced to kiss. I wonder if he cared. <laughs> it's just... It's just a kiss fest. Turns yeah. out he's a, sh- a shipper. Well, I mean, I guess Gurgi has a thing for Fluterflam, because he kissed him, so... Uh... This movie had no music. Tepper's Tops. That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Where to put this movie? It's, it's definitely worth watching. It's pretty good, too. Uh, I think put it in the number 14 slot. All right. This is also one that I want to, like, sleep on. Because, <laughs> literally, um... Because I am pretty tired, and I don't think like I'm giving this movie the full attention it deserves. Uh, so I definitely want to like sleep on it, think about it a bit more. And this one might, if it does change later on, it's probably going up. Nice. Yeah, I could see that. It's very reasonable. So, uh, below Dragonheart for now, and replacing Top Secret for the number fourteen slot. Yep. All right. The villain, the Horned King. This one is actually harder because I I quite like the Horned King, but like he's up against some really tough competition. Like, oh man, um, yeah, we we have had some good villains. I think for now, put him in the number seven slot. Number seven below King Haggard, uh, from the Last Unicorn, and replacing Zorg from. Uh, fifth fifth element. element. Yeah, our color system is problematic. <laughs> Never. Uh, and I would say we have a business dad. We have a hedge wizard business dad. Yeah, I would. I would uh, agree with that. I don't know what his relationship to to Terran is, but he forced him to look after a pig. Which I've never heard of anything more fatherly. Well, he's the pig keeper. Because the boy yeah. was the assistant pig keeper. Well, at least the boy exactly. thought that. <laughs> I feel like the boy was selling himself short. I don't think the I don't think the the hedge wizard was doing any particular pig keeping, other than owning the property. I guess. Didn't he make the food? I guess I think that is said. Like he's not the one who serves it or anything, but I guess he did make it. A lot of LSD in that pig food. <laughs> That's how you get the visions. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a good time to me. Well, because like, the pig apparently like is always capable of experiencing visions. It's just you dunk its head in order for you to see the visions. Yeah, you have to like torture this pig. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, it was experiencing visions when it started freaking out about the Black Cauldron. And then he's like, bring it inside so we can see what's on. <laughs> Let's do a little bit of water torture. It'll be fine. Turn on turn on pig TV. Pig, pig, pig's hogging all the LSD. Is this dead business or is dead dead? Uh... I mean, he kind of cared for the boys. Like, oh, danger is coming. Okay. Take yeah. the pig and go somewhere safe. Take the pig to the edge of of this evil king's forest. Yeah, the, the that was his forest. instruction. Go uh, to the edge of the forest that's right next to the, ki- the to the evil king. He'll never look there. 
bury bury this pig underground and then find a pile of pigs. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure where I want to put this one because like he doesn't have a whole lot of yeah. It's hard. Time. I mean, it's hard to say what his business is. So yeah, I think by default he's kind of dad. He's kind of middling. His business is pig keeper. Again, I don't know if that is his business or just a thing. I don't he know does. if he's all that good at it because he gave the pig to his assistant and the assistant fucking lost it. Yeah, really fast too. And also, they never came looking for him at his house. Like, they didn't know the pig was at that house. They didn't have to go anywhere. Maybe they found the pig before they had to get there. <laughs> uh, I guess agent business dad? Or, uh, what slot is that? That's 17? Put it in that slot? 17? Uh, yeah. I, I would almost say, like, like, I'm thinking about it, like, going forward for business dads, like, let's, maybe, like... Try to have, the, if we're going to put one on the list, have a more substantial role in the story. Because, like, there's been a couple of them where it's, like, we're working off so little information that, like, trying to place them in the list is a little tough. That's fair. We'll take that under advisement. Yeah. And we'll ignore it. <laughs> That's what understand. under advisement means. <laughs> yeah. As per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that brings us to Never End the Glory, where we have Terran and Ilonwi, which will probably die pretty quick, because I can't say their names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just have the sentient sword do all the work for him. Yeah, if he has a sword, like, he pretty much wins. Yeah. Yeah, with this crowd. In this bracket, Yeah. See what does the bracket look like? Oh, I mean, if the if, next strongest is the Power Skull, Rangers, yeah, exactly. If Bulk and Skull get the Power Rangers, then oh, this is going to be a massacre. With the... <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like this sword is going to go through those forty basketball kids and cats like nothing. <laughs> I do, I do like the the uh, the sleeper pick of the two police officers and a backpack full of guns on a mobile kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> True, true. I do like when Chris, like, looked at this and was just like, what did you guys fucking do? Because he was, like, hovering over 40 basketball kids and 43 <laughs> yeah. cats. Yeah. He's like, I was gone for one episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, or, like, I like how very briefly it was like, eh, maybe it's just, like, the one kid. And, like, maybe, and then we had Jeremy and Jeremiah. Uh, I guess we had two sets. Of, of multiples in the first bracket, but now it's just like, yeah, there was kids, right? All of them. <laughs> Throw All them of them in go there. in. What? There wasn't kids in this movie? Throw them in there. <laughs> yep. Eventually, we'll start doing those again. Patreon content. When we have a Patreon. Yeah, so that that's uh, Tempers Tops. Yeah, pretty solid. Tepper sure does make some really good picks. Might have hurt my rating a tiny bit, and it probably helped Connor's a little bit. Of course it helped mine. Was it less than 20? <laughs> it was not. No, I meant, like, was the rating less than 20? My rating was, like, 22. Oh, yeah, your rating's 21.5 now. Hell yeah. Doing the slow climb up. Oh my <laughs> god. Look at how close Shauna is to me. Yeah. You suggest one bad movie and suddenly your <laughs> score drops. I suggest tons of bad movies and one good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the number one slot is real help really helping my score. <laughs> I, I I love the fucking shift that happened of just like all these bad movies you show and then you show one movie, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put that in the number one slot. Oh really yeah. We really need to get like Spencer in here to bring a movie not worth watching. He's he's absent from the from the not worth watching section. <laughs> I was I would be other than Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Connor's got three movies there. Hell yeah, I do. Chris has two. Shauna has two. Jeff has two. Spencer has his name on one movie. Yeah, I know. In the list, he has not. He definitely has been... it on at least two because he has a point five. Yeah, yeah, is is on Willy Wonka and Chi Chi Bang Bang. What bad movie did Shauna bring? 
Cody Ca- Banks. And also Catwoman. Ah, <laughs> ah yes, right. right. I'll admit Cody Banks was hot garbage, but Catwoman, I stand by my stance that that was excellent <laughs> and a good movie, and y'all have bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're allowed to feel that way. <laughs> no, she isn't. <laughs> what the fuck? Airbud was worth watching? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what? It was like an it was an animal movie of that era. Like Like it also started a, a genre, a subgenre of that's... animal sport movies. Yeah, that's kind of why I put it there as, like, worth watching. Cause Which, like, to be fair, should probably make it not worth watching, <laughs> but <laughs> regardless. Its cultural impact was strong yeah. enough. That's why, like, I put it the lowest possible without it going below. There's like, nothing the in the rule book that says a meme can't outlive the value of its movie. That's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we go to ratings. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hope you're all watching the movie. Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I give this movie like three fucking bodies in that fucking cauldron. <laughs> I give this movie one sexy pig that I would not fuck. <laughs> 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 and that is a fact. Alright. <laughs> I give this movie one ocular pig out of one. I believe it's oracular. Is it oracular? I give this movie one oracular pig out of one. Stealing my pig. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but... steal Shauna's fuck pig. <laughs> I said I would not fuck this pig. <laughs> and yet you want to covet this pig. Yeah. Why are you so jealous that I'm using the pig? Because <laughs> there's only one pig in the movie. Ever just wants to use the pig to watch movies. <laughs> pig vision. Yeah. You guys can have shared custody of the pig. What you do with it behind closed doors is your own decision. <laughs> I'm just going to waterboard the pig. I don't know what Shauna wants to do. Not fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I've said several times. (laughs) Big think emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Ivan, you're right. Um... I'd give this movie two drakes that Shauna would fuck out of one pig that Shauna would not. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I can do a different rating. No, I know this is my own fault. (laughs) As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.